SMQBs episode 97. We've got a great Damar Hamlin update. Really happy to give that and talk about the tribute uh, from around the league for him. Uh, NFL uh, playoff picture preview. We go through all the games, a lot of banter on the games. We make our picks. Uh, you could or may just want to ignore those anyway, based on our records this season. We cover the coaching hot seat, college football national championship game, a couple punchable faces of the week, and a Ted Lasso. Check it out. Leave us five stars. Thanks for listening. SMQB's episode 97. Okay, here we go, guys. This player, this number 97, was the eighth overall pick in the 1988 NHL draft. Hockey, we're back to NHL. He's an American player. Spent... Uh, the majority of his professional career in the, in the NHL. He, was, uh, he played with the same team from 88 to 96. After that, he played for the Coyotes, the Flyers, the Kings, and the Sharks. Spent 20 years in the NHL. Also played for Team USA. He's the third American-born player to score 500 goals in one of only 46 players to score 500 goals. 88. He played for Team USA. Come on. Um, Lafontaine. No, Lafontaine. Bat Lafontaine. No. He's one of five eligible players to not be in the Hockey Hall of Fame, despite the 500 goals. I mean, I have no idea. He spent some time as a hockey analyst with NBC. Before he was fired for making inappropriate sexual comments about a colleague. Mm. Joe Namath. <laughs> that rings a bell. All right. Now I'll give you some. Since you're is not it, exactly it, Barry, is it, Barry, it's not that Barry guy. He's a Canadian. No, he, no. he spent the majority of his career with the Chicago Blackhawks. That's who drafted him. Who he spent his time with. No idea. One. Jeremy Roenick. Oh, oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh. Yeah! Oh, we should have got that. How did we House would have got that. House would have got, got that. House I, uh, I think he would have. House. Where's, uh, where's House? Out we already miss. We already miss him. We're already he's missing. A, he's house. on assignment. Uh, he's yeah. On assignment. Has he recovered from the? Five hundred thirteen goals uh, and seven hundred three assists in one thousand three hundred sixty-three games. So pretty good. That is, Almost that a is, point a minute. Almost a, a point a game. It's Over that's Instagram. embarrassing that we didn't get that. Yeah, I apologize yeah. to our listeners. Yeah, hmm. once I said Blackhawks, I thought for sure someone would, would get it. That's yeah. why I left it out at first. Uh, we only have right. like two hockey listeners, so we apologize. Right. Yeah, I know exactly. Right. So. One Sorry, of them's Canadian, right? Sorry, Miller. Yes, and, and he doesn't take any American hockey players seriously anyway. Well, Jeremy, Jeremy's a you know, he's a lightning fan. So. I stopped yeah. watching hockey when I moved to Virginia in 1980. <laughs> you stopped watching when the U.S. beat Russia or the Soviet <laughs> Union at the time? Yeah, the Soviet Union. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen. Hey, guys. Good to see you. I missed last week. Um, we all missed last week. No. I no, think we, I think no, we did one. Before. We did one last yeah, week. We did yeah, last week. week. We uh, I was out. Uh, you back. were on assignment in Hawaii. I'm no, canned, that's right. rested, relaxed, ready for a national championship game tonight. But before we, we get to that, uh, there's really only one uh, story that, that we have to start the pot off with, of course, and that's an update on DeMar Hamlin. Milk, you want to give us a little little update, some, some more yeah. good news on that front? Yeah, I mean, what an unbelievable week it's been um, highlighted by breaking news like two hours ago that he has been released from the hospital, which is like insane. When we were doing the pod last Tuesday, I think we were all sitting there going like, 
is he going to like be alive tomorrow? Um, and now he's out of the hospital, which is just crazy. It was been, it's really been cool over the last week to see how the entire NFL community has banded around him. It was awesome sight yesterday. Everybody wearing number three, the hats, um, all of the teams uh, wearing the, uh, well, I can't remember what they said, you know, prayer for DeMar or something, pray for DeMar. Love for DeMar, love yeah. for three or something. Yeah. 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 And um, just the, the whole community. And, you know, it's like the fact that the Bills ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown is just, you know, it, Jim, Jim, it doesn't you get can't better make this up. It's 96 yards. 96 yards. And then they did it again. Then the same yeah. guy did 103 yards it, later it, in the game. I mean, you couldn't have written a better script. It's um, amazing. This has been a great story. You know, we, when you're sitting there going and we're, you're, you're questioning humanity and you see what the world, the country has done, like just with his charity in six days. I think I can't remember. I don't know what the latest. Where are they are. now? But it's over like 10 million, right? Yeah, they, were, they have to be. Yeah, yeah, way up there. Way up there. Um, just the donations that are going in from people all over the United States. $20, $50, whatever. I mean, it. it's just been a remarkable story. And um, it. it's... It's just crazy that I mean I can't believe he's out of the hospital. I, th- I think he's actually home in Buffalo already. Yeah. He's he's back in Buffalo. He's, he's in a hospital. He's in, in the hospital at Buffalo. He's, he's in a hospital in Buffalo. Hospital in Buffalo. Um, tweeting yesterday, you know, during the game, a picture of himself. It it's just a it's a remarkable story. Um, just the the highs and lows of complete fear, uh, and, you know, an image that none of us will probably forget of him collapsing to, you know, this story. And I don't know where he goes from here. Obviously he's going to be recovering, you know, for a long time, but, uh, just a great storybook ending to, to what could have been a, a horrific tragedy. So really, really neat outcome. Yeah. I mean, when they removed the, uh, breathing tube i think the entire nation had a collective sigh of relief it's just amazing pun intended or not excuse me sigh (laughs) of relief pun intended no 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 pun pun intended intended. yeah uh did you see um the colt safety rodney thomas who played uh in high school with with hamlin who he had a pick and he and he ran the ball over to the th- the thirty yard line where the three was outlined and, and attribute that. I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. also. Yeah, and he played at Pitt with uh, Kenny. I mean, he's got a lot of friends in the league because he's a he's got a dynamic personality. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I want to ask a question though. I mean, you know, I, there's been a lot. Listen, most importantly, of course, thank goodness he's home. Um, and, or at least out of the hospital and, and was able to travel back to his, to his hometown and talk to his team. And, and it appears that, you know, it, it looks like he's out of the woods. Certainly, uh, hopefully he'll make a complete full recovery. Obviously way too early to even opine or think about it. If he would play football again, that's gotta be such a personal choice anyway, after such a horrific thing, but uh, you know, it, it was. I thought it was interesting to read all the a lot of the stories and headlines this week about football being a brutal game, um, and you know why do we still watch it? Why do we let this happen and everything? Because certainly we have talked about CTE uh, and and the head injuries and and that sort of stuff and the concussions and the Tua situation and and certainly you know this pot has not been. Um, look the other way from the brutal nature of football, but man, this thing, this hit was like, this could happen in any sport, right? I mean, this wasn't something, this was just a rare one in a million occurrence, at least from what I've read about it. I don't know. You can't really pin this on, on, on football. I mean, most sports have physical contact. It's a perfectly Um, placed blow for it, for it to happen. Yeah. Right. I mean, a baseball could come off a bat and 
and hit a guy the same way. A, a, a pitch could hit someone, a cross ball. What's happened before? An elbow right? a to puck, the chest. A puck. A puck. A puck. I mean, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Pronger. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know that this is the, I mean, I, the injury yeah. example to, to single out football as a violent game. And I, I don't think, I don't really see that it has been in the media. I don't, I don't see there's a cry towards, you know, we need to change the rules or change how we approach uh, football because of this one incident. I mean, I think the cumulative, uh, I was, it doesn't help, but the cumulative with Tua having, you know, his third concussion and uh, other, you know, injuries we've had this year, um, they're probably going to be long-term more uh, impactful on what may happen with NFL than the Hamlin deal. Well, see, Pope, you're you're insulated in that bubble of Texas where football is everything. I, I have seen a, a fair amount of articles uh, on it, and and uh, I'm teasing, of course, about the Texas thing. But but I mean, I have seen quite a bit, and I just don't know that it's there. No. It's seen quite a bit saying that they should change the rules in football because of the Hamlin issue. Not really change the rules, but like, why are Americans addicted to this brutal game? How much longer do we, you know, will we go watching this violent, you know, exhibition, that kind of stuff? Well, Rooster, wasn't it you last week on the pod that said, I mean, we've been doing this since the Romans, uh, gladiators. And I mean, it's just what Western civilization, I mean, it's just what we've I mean, done. In, in theory, haven't we advanced a little bit since then? No, Some, not, really. Really. not really. Somewhat. Really. Now yeah, lions lions play football as opposed to eating the gladiators. But other than that, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, well, problem, the 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 issue here is that it's and I said this last week. It's just bad timing in terms of if if the Tua incident had not happened, all of the things this year, I don't think there would be articles like that because mm-hmm. of the rarity of the situation and the fact that it could really have happened at any time, anywhere. At any, I mean, you could have, he could have been in a car accident. Yeah. And, and also in fairness to the NFL, if you don't think that things are safer and that they've tried to make things safer recently, then you didn't see Jack Tatum play football in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, changed. that guy stuck his helmet right in the, middle of someone's back who was completely defensive, defenseless and paralyzed him and, and wasn't even penalized for that hit. Uh, yeah. Daryl Stingley. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just every, every day occurrence for him on a Sunday. <laughs> well, again, the, the most important thing is, is Hamlin's doing well. And, and we're obviously really happy to, to talk about that, that part of the story. I mean, it's, so. it's amazing. It's turned into a feel good story, which right. you would not have predicted you know, last Monday night. Right. I mean, and by the way, like talk about like a team, I, you didn't want to face the bills anyways in the playoffs. Now you really don't because they are playing for something bigger than themselves. Now oh, he's, he'll be on the sideline. Oh, I mean, soon. Like, yeah. 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 It's Good segue be- milk. Good segue. Appreciate yeah. that. Well done there. Like it was like, we planned that. Um, working on well, my hosting abilities. Yeah, well, we got so we got the playoffs coming up. The picture playoff picture came uh, into full focus uh, last night. Rooster, what are we looking at here? Yeah, we're after a long season. Wild card weekend is coming up next weekend, and uh, we've got some. We've got a couple of duds, in my opinion, and then some pretty good mm-hmm. games. Um, I mean, I don't know who wants to see the Bills play the Dolphins. That they should squash the Dolphins like bugs after that debacle we watched last uh, yesterday. Uh, Dolphins Jets. I mean, the Dolphins don't have a, an NFL quarterback right now. Skylar Thompson is not ever going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I can say that with confidence after after Sunday. Um, the Bills are going to destroy the Dolphins. It's not going to be a fun game to watch, and yet it's. Prime time, one o'clock on Sunday. Um, you might say the same about the 49ers Seahawks. The Seahawks kind of backed in, although I think they have a little bit more going for them right now than the Dolphins do. But my God, the 49ers are on a six game, five game roll. Is it 10 game? 
10, ten game roll for ten the in team. A row. Five, Scary defense. Five for their new third string quarterback, Brock Purdy, who's won six, six straight. He's uh, since week 14, he leads the NFL in passer rating and touchdowns and touchdowns per attempt and yards per attempt and has won five straight. I mean, uh, this guy seems like he's the real deal. I, I didn't think they could uh, be a playoff threat with a rookie quarterback who stepped in late in the season, but he's proven everybody wrong. They look good. They, they look like the number 1A team to me right now. Um, they're the number one, maybe, maybe number one. I'm not that if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm not that concerned about the giants game because hurts. Jalen hurts clearly is not ready yet. Clearly. Um, he came back just, just to make sure they won that game, but he was, they were, they were not rolling him out. They were not putting him in harm's way at all. He was just managing the game against the giants reserves yeah. And once they had a lead, he he was hardly, you know, taking any risks. So I think with an extra week's rest, he'll be fine. And the, and the Eagles will be fine. Um, I still think the Niners are the hottest team. The yeah. NFC. They're pretty just, damn hot. And now they got to be got, the favorite. Now that they got CMC rolling healthy and they've got Debo Samuel back. back. Yeah. Holy smokes. They're loaded and their defense is playing better than they have all year. So, I mean, they've, the defense is peaked right now. So I don't know. Defense. I guess, I guess you could say they're the favorite coming out of the NFC. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? The chiefs bills, what do you think? Who, 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 who right now, who do you well, think? I, is I might hotter? take the Bengals. Yeah. I was going to say, you think that's going to be the, the, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, think about the AFC teams compared to the nfc teams first of all if you just throw down on a piece of paper the afc quarterbacks versus the nfc quarterbacks it's disgusting yeah like every there are like at at least three probable maybe hall of fame quarterbacks could be four yeah in the afc um we've got herbert her throw her throw them all in there throw Throw the throw the girl. I mean, every every seed has somebody. That, I mean, they're all solid. Um, well, but, you know, well, except except for Skyler, Skyler Thompson, Skyler Thompson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except the except the Dolphins. Um, they well, won't last very long. I guess you know. Do we think Lamar Alexander is going to play or is it going to be Huntley? Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Lamar Alexander would. Well, Lamar Alexander is a little old for that. Yeah, if, if Lamar Alexander <laughs> played, I, I'm gonna. He, he would be I'm going uh, with the Bengals all day. He'd be in a he'd be in a plaid jersey. Right. Oh <laughs> God. Yeah. I, 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 the I, AFC is tough. Do, do you tough. know? I mean, do you know what the uh, the Chiefs kicking game was ranked this year in the NFL? Probably last. Probably close to last because they never need to kick a field goal. Well, they were thirtieth. 30th kicking and uh and let me just give you kicker. a couple a couple quick notes here about it. Um they missed eight field goals and five point afters. Not good. They're not getting long field goals, like 50 plus. They're field goals, Pope. Why do you have to ask so many fucking questions? <laughs> <laughs> They're just, they missed, what I do. They Where missed, are you going with this? I think in the playoffs, when when you know Kansas City hasn't dominated teams like they did before, they don't they don't score as automatically as they used to. That's true. I think the kicking game matters in the playoffs. Oh. So I, you know, they're the one seed, and certainly they're you know they're a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I'm not saying that, but you know the the Bills, the Bengals. Um, they're, they're serious threats to that. And, and I don't know, I, I think that we'll just watch this space as, as we know, uh, right. Watch this space in the kicking game when it, with Kansas city, by the way, I think the Bengals beat the uh, Ravens, even if Lamar plays. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. in, in Cincy. I'll tell you what uh, one yeah. story in the AFC is. And, and okay, the, the reason I'm paying attention to it is, before the Giants Eagles games game, I kept saying there's no way the Giants are going to rest their their starters. You know that's not 
day ball style. And plus we need to practice and thank God he's the coach of the giants and not me because he did the smart thing and rested all of his stars and uh, coach Staley of the chargers did not. And then Bosa gets hurt and Mike Williams is hurt with a hurt his back. So cost them dearly. And they had like the giants, they had no prospect of improving their seed by winning that game. Yeah. It, yeah. So, well, that's, he's, he seems like an immature coach to me. Still, I, 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 I don't know where I fall on this because you know Tampa yesterday we could not have improved from the four seed or gotten worse, obviously. And Brady went out and played, and he was not going to go out of that game until he played a half, didn't he? We lost. Well, we lost our center. And again, I, I think it was precautionary. He'll be he'll be back. Um, but he tweaked his hamstring a little bit. They put in the backup. The first play, the linebacker for the Falcons, straight up the middle, he complete misses him, and takes out Brady, hits Brady real hard. And Bowles was like, "You're out. That's it." And he was pissed. He didn't want to leave the game. Um, but you know, is it? They had a great first drive. They scored a touchdown. You know, is there is there some sort of, you know, working on things, keeping that momentum going? Yeah, yeah, because that's what the Cowboys did. They worked on some things, and they kept the momentum going the wrong fucking direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly what the, the Cowboys, Cowboys did. Are you kidding me? the Cowboys me? destroyed their own psyche. Whatever, whatever confidence they had coming out of the Eagles game and barely beating the Titans is shot. Dak Prescott is a shell of himself right now. Oh, well, that's God. your fault. You, they had yeah. Sam Howell. Oh, my done. God. Well, no, I mean, the Washington down. defense played well. I mean, you do have to get, give them props, but Dallas just was awful. Dak and, couldn't and they complete couldn't, a five-yard pass. They couldn't, they couldn't pull the starters because they were playing so bad. And right. it was like they wanted on, them to have an ounce of confidence right. before they came out. And it never happened. It kept, it it never kept Olson, getting worse. You know, Greg it Olson kept, kept saying, worse. well, I mean, Mike McCarthy would like to pull the starters, but now you're to the point where you need to do something positive before they can pull them. And, you know, they should have pulled and them. That at, never at, happened. At the end of the half, they had that two minute drill, um, you know, nice pass to CD. They should have pulled the starters yeah. at the end of the half. And plus, it was very obvious. It was what, 16 0. Over at the link that that yeah. that the Giants were going to lose, and their Cowboys had nothing to play for. But no, they they just played like shit the second half, just all over the field, and and they have zero confidence going in. They look like a one and out team right now. Well, I, I assure that. you that yeah. Tampa Bay's model will be stop the run, make Dak beat you. Yeah, and that's Stack it. the line. You, we're either going to lose because of Dak. Dak Prescott or not. By the way, Bison, you... has, has Brady uh, lost to Dallas in his career? Mm, Very like few. Never. He's, seven <laughs> He's dominated the Cowboys. Cowboys. Seven, seven and oh. So that Bison, would be very you, Bison, you had to be pretty uh, encouraged by what you saw in that game as a Commanders fan. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Sam Howell looked really good. And my God, your backup offensive lineman. Look like they each weigh four hundred pounds. Do you know how That's many? That's the biggest second string line I've ever seen. <laughs> I feel like you've been here before, Nace. You know how many starting quarterbacks we've had since nineteen ninety nine. This is 15. our twenty seventh starting quarterback since nineteen ninety nine. So uh, he he threw like sixteen times. And he threw, he did some nice things. He had some nice long balls. He had, some yeah, he reads. had, he he's got a cannon. He looks, he looks like he's a, a nice little player and I'm happy for him. And, uh, and, and, but, um, yeah, I'm not holding my, fucking but if breath, Tom Brady man. calls tomorrow, you're, you're all in. Did you see the look on ginger's face on the sideline during that performance? He knew it you was know, over. He knew I, it was could, over. I could I could save this for a lasso, but I I won't because I I won't make it about the commanders. But uh, you know, um, they interviewed Howell after the game and and asked about the feelings and the emotion. He said he had a lot of family and friends who came in, and he said uh, Carson gave him his suite for the game and yep. said, you know, it's yours. Load it with with as many uh, 
people as you can. And, uh, and Howell said, you know, I know a lot of people have talked a lot of things about Carson Wentz. I just want you to know, nobody's been more encouraging and more supportive of me this week and all season long and more helpful. He's a wonderful human being and he's a great person to be around. So, you know, his NFL career is over, but he seems to be a gem of a guy. He's going to provide excellent collision coverage. All right. Well, well, don't you, don't you though, at the back of your mind, think if Howell had started against the Browns last week, you know, that maybe instead of, instead of Carson. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on a non-playoff team, but, but I mean, I think the answer to that is, is no. I mean, when you're playing to get into the playoffs, and you need to win. I don't think you can start a rookie who hasn't who's been the third getting the third reps all season. So no, I don't think that's a you know, maybe they they failed to recognize what they had on their hands. Maybe they should have just put him in when Carson went down the first time and not Heineke. You could second guess or all the of second this. time. But I don't think that this was a a coaching blunder not to start the rookie when you're fighting for your playoff lives. But that should be enough of Commander's talk for for one. All right. So what what game is everybody looking forward to the most? I I think given the Besides fact our that own? two we have two SMQBs playing each other, Bucks Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess it's going to be some. Bad, I think I think the football. Giants Vikings is going to be a good game too. Yeah, I mean I think the Bucks Cowboys is. I'm interested in the. I don't. I'm interested in the Jaguars. Yeah, Chargers. Me Jags. too. That Those two quarterbacks head to head. That's the one I'm looking yep. forward to. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see the Bucks slaughter the Cowboys. Milk, milk. Every team from your state is in the playoffs. That's right. Yeah. First time since like 1999 or something. Yeah. And they all know. could be out next week, maybe. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't trust. <laughs> bottom line is this: I don't trust any NFC NFC team. Um, if right now. I wouldn't put any money on an NFC team winning the Super Bowl. There's just the different differential is too great. I mean, if San Francisco is great, yeah, I'd put money on San Francisco. If, if San Francisco, yeah, I would too. but but no, if if Brock Purdy is in it, he's been playing with a lead the entire time in that defense. Imagine <laughs> if they got down. Do you trust Brock Purdy to bring you back? Yes. Yes. I don't know. I'm going to tell you guys right now. Look out for the Giants. Oh, oh, wow. Hot sports opinion. I, do, well, look, I mean, do you trust Kirk Cousins? No. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. No, no. But I, I, the Giants can but totally I trust the Niners, and I, tr- I actually do trust the Eagles to to play well, too. I, I trust the Eagles. I'm just not sure about Jalen's health. Well, I mean, the Eagles are going to get oh. the, the winner of the, the you know, Bucks cowboys game. Presumably, who do we yeah. think that'll be? Who do we think that'll be? Eagles against who? Well, Bucks. they wouldn't Bucks. necessarily play the the winner of that game, right? Yes, they will. Yeah. They would, unless there's an upset down the line. Well, no. I guess, what if, so if the Giants, if the no, Giants, the Giants win, beat the Vikings, then the Giants would go to the Eagles, and the Buck Cowboy winner would go to the Niners. Correct. I'd much rather go. I don't know about you, Milk, but I'd much rather go to the Eagles than the Niners. Hundred percent. Yeah, I don't want to go. So I'll be start. I'll be rooting hard. We already for the did that. It didn't end well. Yeah. <laughs> so milk, milk. You you raised the point about trusting uh, Brock Purdy. Pope, you shared these statistics earlier today, but they're worth mentioning here. Um, since becoming the starter in Week 14, Purdy has a passer rating of 119. That's the best in the league. Uh, he has. Um, That's deceiving. He has. Eleven passing touchdowns tied for first. His touchdown uh, per attempt is eight point nine percent. That's first. His passing yards per attempt are eight point eight five. That's first. And he has five wins. That that's first. Not to mention the game he filled in on uh, when he came in off the bench was at six. So mm-hmm. basically, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL since he became the starter. You're really is there an echo in here? <laughs> yeah, Did you read those stats it. off though. But yes. look. Well, not you with the numbers. The, I yes. gave the conclusions, not the numbers. Yeah. I, well, if, I'm going to tell you right now. If you put Daniel Jones on the 49ers right now, he would have. He might not have as good of numbers, but they would be comparable. Be Daniel better. Jones is they'd playing be well. Daniel if, Jones is playing well. Don't diss Daniel Jones. He's I'm not dissing great. him. I'm just saying when you have an all-star defense like that, 
both of those guys are playing better than Dak. Well, it's, is is a seven is a quarterback rating of seven in the second quarter? Is that bad? Because that's <laughs> not, what Dak had. Not good. <laughs> is that like seven and then another number like seventy one? Seven point zero. <laughs> they played so bad you mean that I'm almost worried. Fourteen for thirty seven. I don't like that they played that bad because I feel like now they're going to. Oh come yeah, back. you think we're just not? We don't want to show you anything. Well, it's just like now you're going to be motivated, like ah, we're embarrassed or whatever. I, I don't what, know. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm, what, I'm fired up for that explosive offense with Zeke behind center. Fucking ridiculous. What's the uh, what's the, the situation with Tua? He is can't he, play. They can't let him play. Well, I mean, he's still be, in concussion protocol. It'd be criminal right. to let that guy play right now. But he could we get there, cleared. There hadn't he, been an update. Well, he's he still could. I mean, because. Protocol. Technically, in the NFL, you can only ha- you you can only have symptoms of a concussion for two weeks. Yeah, but it's his third in two months. Jesus, they ju- they just can't let that guy play. No, you got to start. I mean, you're playing at Buffalo. By the way, did anyone stay up and watch the Packers Lions game? Yep. Yeah. What the hell? How does how does Aaron Rodgers blow that game? And I think you owe an apology to somebody, don't you, Bruce? The knee, the knee biters came through, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. I will. I will apologize to Dan Campbell. I did not think he had it in him. He's he's turned out to be a pretty decent leader of knee biters. I the Lions I love, are the best team to miss the playoffs. I'm so they? pissed they're not in the playoffs. Yep. They, I mean. I mean, they would have gone to San Francisco. They would have gone to Frisco. That would be tough. Right. But that would have been a great story. I mean, they were, what, one in six? They've I'd got rather see them the play the Niners than the Seahawks. Seahawks are so uninteresting. Ugh. Yeah. Uninteresting. Yeah, exactly. Although, how delicious. If you're if you're Pete Carroll, who basically said to, to Russell Wilson, let the door hit you in the ass on the way out the door. How delicious is it for him that that Gino now holds his single season records for yards, uh, passing yards in Seahawks history after one year? That's he already <laughs> passed Russell Wilson. That's amazing. It is amazing because Gino. I don't care what anyone says. Gino is still a mediocre quarterback. Well, so update: Tua is still in step three of the concussion protocol. He's got to go to four where he starts practicing and five where he gets cleared. He ain't going to play. I don't know. I'm saying I don't think he's not going to play this weekend. But if, if by some miracle Teddy Bridgewater plays and they win, <laughs> uh, he's not he shouldn't play I, week, next weekend either. They are Bridgewater, even with Tua healthy. They're not beating Buffalo. No, no. not in the playoffs. So, all right. Well, we got to do we got to do some locks here for a second. But before we get to that, I, I do want to ask one thing. What do you guys think of the lineup, the Saturday, Sunday, Monday lineup for the weekend? That you got two games Saturday, three on Sunday. Uh, all, all basically, you can watch every single game if your wife will let you. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet, man. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I just don't like the order. I like the lineup. I don't like the order. In other I don't know words, how they could have done it much better. I don't want to. I, I don't want to watch the Dolphins play at one o'clock on Sunday. But that's the perfect time. I know have right. the Dolphins. That's not it's, prime time. Prime time. The Giants are and Vikings have the prime time Fox slot. Yeah, at four thirty. Yeah, and then Sunday night and, football, Ravens Bengals. That makes sense. The yeah. night game, Saturday are, night football, Jacksonville Chargers makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I like a good one o'clock game. Yeah. And then I get, you know, they'd been t- rumoring all week that that's, the Cowboys Bucks was going to be Monday night. So not surprised. They're always going to put the Cowboys in the prime time. Oh, I know. This is so annoying. Fucking phony America's, America's team shit that they still really, try and pitch. Really that fucking horse shit. Dampens so my Monday so night. before, before yeah. we get to, before we get to the locks, I just wanted to ask you guys opinion on, on, the coaching situation. So, so far teams have fired Denver fired Hackett Colts fired Frank. Uh, the Panthers fired rule. The Texans fi- fired Lovey Smith. And then today the cards 
fi- fired Cliff Kingsbury. Who's next? Hopefully Mike McCarthy. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Sean Payton. Hello. Well, mean, McCarthy, McCarthy, Mike, if you lose to the to the Bucks, McCarthy will be out, won't he? No. Jerry's such a really Con- conversely, yeah. if the Bucks get blown out, are you going to be calling for Bulls to be fired? Well, Look. for well, to, well, for hold on, Jeff Saturday is gone, right? Not well, he's early. He's an Not, interim. Ursay loves him. I no. think they've I think they've made it clear that he's just moving up to the front office. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't I think he's not he, gonna be the coach. That was never the long term. Um if if the Bucks get blown out Monday, it depends on Brady. He controls this this situation, but I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Bulls was fired. But you gotta give Bulls some credit, don't you? I mean the injuries you guys had to get you to the playoffs, even even with the I mean you finished above 500 at the end of the well, you know, the, it, either Leftwich or Bulls is gone. Maybe yeah. Leftwich takes the, you know, falls on the sword, but it depends. I mean, let's be honest. Brady got Arians fired, so you know he's in charge. Yeah. What about Washington? No, I, Washington. I mean, we're going to probably fire Scott Turner if he hasn't been fired yet as our offensive coordinator, but. Uh, with a sale looming of the team, uh, I don't. I don't think they that Snyder fires Rivera. I think the guy who is the worst coach standing right now after Jeff Saturday has got to be the coach of the Bears, Eberflus. Is that how you pronounce his name? Eberflus. Was this his first year? No, I mm-hmm. think he came in y- y- last year, and. Didn't put in any plays. For, remember, they were complaining that he had no running plays um, for for the quarterback, even though guys are running quarterback and hadn't figured out the how to read a defense yet. I don't know. He's he seems pretty horrible. I mean, what I about do- Scott McDaniel for the Raiders in, in, in Vegas? Jo- is it Josh McDaniel? Josh, jo- McDaniel? Josh sorry, Josh. Yeah, McDaniel. yeah, he's sorry, pretty horrible. It. He's pretty much proven now twice that he's not a head coach. I think the or LaFleur in Green Bay. LaFleur's bad. No way. Um, he's not going anywhere. How about Dennis Allen for the Saints? I mean, I've yeah, I I rumors that with. Sean Payton could come back. Yeah. To the yeah. Saints. With, with with Brady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well to the Saints. Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. who I think is going to wind up getting offers. Um the Eagles. Defensive coordinator, I forget his name, and the Giants' offensive coordinator are already getting looks. You know the it'll. You know the interesting one is Sean McVay. What happens with him? I think he walks away. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, what is that? Is he he's going to retire? Like, I mean, I remember those going to go to TV for where... a while and come back. I think and he's thirty six. I think the reality is is that after the Super Bowl year, he had a lot of chatter about. TV and he didn't do it. And he's then he's gonna go he, to Amazon, had, right? Yeah. And then he had kind of just a crazy year. I, I just read this. I wouldn't have known this otherwise, but like, you know, he got married. His wife is Ukrainian and has family back in Ukraine. His grandfather died. He dealt with the most horrific season he's ever dealt with as an NFL coach. He was trying to keep it all together. He just had a lot of pressure. Yeah. This year on him, you know, human pressure, um, not just football pressure. And, you know, he's young enough that he if he's burned out, he can step away, step into a booth for a little bit and and still go back and have an incredibly sec- successful right. second run. And he's so damn young. Yeah. Um, so if he walks away, I would I would understand it. Uh, these guys just they just crush it at both ends. You know, they they. So they they are obsessive about it, and uh, it takes a toll on you. Yeah. Speaking of Skyler uh, Thomas Thompson, I, I'm uh, I'm sorry to say I think Baker is now officially in the same category, not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Period. Yeah. Well, and Carson, Carson Baker, Sam Darnold look like might might be a flash in the pan for a while. Yeah. There. He's really not the answer ever. 
I saw some meme today that said um, ba- Baker Mayfield had caused the Browns, the Rams, and the Lions to all miss the playoffs. And he's like, that's hard to do <laughs> in one season. In one season. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, a lot of coaches on the hot seat, though, right? If all those positions opened up, that would be uh, a fairly historical turnover, wouldn't it? I mean, if you could end up with 10, 10 openings. There could yeah. be 10 openings. And again, it's and nobody's talking about Eric Bieniemy, and I don't think they will. I don't think they'll be talking about Flores. And it may be that there's a reason for that um, that has to do with competence. I, I don't. I, I think Flores was a bad head coach on the Dolphins. Well, certainly destroyed Tua's confidence. By the way, and just to add one other name, does anybody think that the Jets coach Salas is, is? I think they give him another year. I think he gets another year. He just yeah, got I think so. he, injuries decimated that team. Yeah. I also think that the that whoever drafted uh, Wilson, Wilson has got to yeah. has got to cover themselves, yeah. right? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, yeah. Speaking of. Uh, they, actually, they would love to have Sam Darnold back at this point. Right, exactly. Because Wilson is horrible. Yeah. That's yeah. probably a package deal, the GM and coach. Right. All right. Well, we gotta we gotta look at our uh at our locks here. Um so here's what we got. We had another uh stellar week 18. Uh this was uh pretty much par for the course. Um, I can't do anything right. I picked the Cowboys this time to, to whoop the commanders and that was wrong. I finished out the regular season six, 11 and one, um, got the tie house house had the Jags giving six and a half. Mm. I think that's what it says. Sheath handwriting is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, he finishes with a loss at seven and 11 for the regular season. Milk, you had the Bucks getting four and a half. That wasn't that didn't work out. That, that was, was a, a, a loss. Sorry, milk. You finished seven eleven. Also, sorry, milk. I talked you into that one. <laughs> I changed Rooster, my pick at the last minute. Rooster, you had the Giants getting four and a half. Yeah, no, getting no, fourteen and a half. Oh, 14 and a half. No so dice. I won. Oh, you won. You won. You won. You were the sole winner. You were the sole winner. You finished the regular season eight and ten. Oh, and number two, Pope, you had the Packers. Yes, giving four and a half, also wrong. But you finished out the regular season eleven and seven with an actual winning record. You're not really supposed to have a winning record on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Pope Did makes you get the memo, Pope. What's that? Didn't you? Didn't you get the memo? We're supposed to try and get these. As we're, we're all trying to fuck with Tad's betting. Don't you know that? I'm trying to confuse him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's that was that's about how that season went. Yeah, um, that's terrible. So we're gonna do those, some locks here. It's it's obviously a limited uh, limited schedule. But what do you got? Everybody, give us a lock for this week. Rooster, you tee it up. All right, I'm going to try to pick one that you guys don't pick. Otherwise, I would just take the Bills. Um, I think I think Lawrence looked bad last week uh, for the Jags, and so I'm going with the Chargers giving oh. one and a half points. Wow! All right, After losing Mike Williams. All right, he's he's going to play, is he? Yeah. All right. All right, hold on. I'm going to write these down here. Rooster, Chargers, minus one and a half. Pope, what do you got? Uh, you know, I got I got to do it. Backs against the wall. If they don't come through, then, you know, the there will be some heads chopped at Valley Ranch. But I'm taking the Cowboys, giving three, and I don't think it's going to be close. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. wow. So right. so you're hoping they score more than six points this game. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. Cowboys. Milk. Not touching that game. I'm too, I really want to take the 49ers, but I'm too scared. Um 
because it's 10. Um, so I'm going to take, I'm going to take Sensi. I think Sensi at home, I think they're going to blow out the Ravens, even with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, six and a half seems a little, little low to me. I like, I like, I like Sensi big, big there. All right. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Niners. What do we say? 10, giving 10? Yep. All right. Do we have a pick from house? I think we're going to get one. It's going to be a get one before Saturday. We'll get one. We'll get one from them. We'll we'll Uh, put it on our social media. Right. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Um, So that's the NFL. Anything else we got to cover? We got got a little bit of a playoff banter there and and then some coaching hot seat and our locks. Anything else we got to cover? Let the games begin. Oh, that's going to be a hell of a weekend. All right. So, you know, the, the, the way this pod is going, the national championship game is going to be over before we wrap up here tonight. Pope, <laughs> uh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, about the college football national championship? I know um, this is rare for you to not have a rooting interest. No. I, I, He's now a South Dakota State I, fan. He I'm, was going no, to announce that. But, but I do have <laughs> a family tie. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Breaking news. Breaking news. House <laughs> is taking the Bucks against the Cowboys. He wants the Bucks. What is he listening to the pod? So he's get what is he getting three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Sorry, that was the breaking news. All right. Sorry. Wow. It just came in. All right. Yeah, well, I don't know. On, on assignment. That's impressive. You have <laughs> a family relationship with I have a family tie. To the Horn Frogs. Oh my God! I can't yes. believe I just heard that. Yes, I just read an my... article you sent us about how SMU cannot stand TCU, <laughs> and now yeah. you're going to be rooting for them. You had nothing but disdain for TCU. You're I had really entire disdain. I don't understand. This is well, the I, I have a, a relative who was a biology professor back. In the 50s and 60s at TCU. There it is. In the there 50s and 60s. Unbelievable. <laughs> there you go. Right there. Wow. Sammy Baugh. And yeah, right. So, Mark, and this, you're the school's in Texas. So you have a connection there as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, I've been over and you can party at Fort your, Worth a, a lot. It's you literally your, your and you can make your eyes look like the frog's eyes there too. Go ahead. <laughs> show literally, us. It's literally <laughs> the, the your school's moral <laughs> enemy. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> oh. uh, it is your school's mortal enemy team. I can't believe this. This is the most Pope thing ever. It <laughs> is. You're right. <laughs> I mean, thing. how can I not be for for the little guy in this in this game? I mean, it is the I just largest, gave you 16 reasons why largest largest point spread in the history of the national championship college football playoffs. 13 and a half. Uh Obviously, you know, <laughs> TCU is uh, they had seven games where they're down by double digits in the in the fourth quarter. And, you know, they've been riding the magical ride all year long. Um, and I just I just have that that feeling that something's going to happen in Los Angeles and they're they're going to pull it out. It goes against all the all of the common sense. Georgia has, you know, the number one uh defense in the country they don't they don't allow anybody to rush on them uh they've only allowed nine sacks um they other than tcu being a prolific scoring team uh tcu doesn't doesn't stand a chance the only chance they stand is if it's a shootout like just like the game against michigan and you know tcu wins like 48 to 43 or some something crazy like that um georgia is going to uh, assert its defensive dominance early in the game. That's that's where they're going to try to crush them. And you know, Stetson Bennett is Mister National Championship, Mister Everything, and uh, he's been the last two games he's played have been great. I mean, one thing that Georgia is kind of weak at right now is the secondary. They've been gashed last couple games, SEC Championship game by LSU, and then Ohio State too. So you know, look for Duggan, who's you know, what a, what a story that guy is. He had heart surgery and he's been hurt and 
Um, nobody gave him a chance. He was a second string quarterback going into this year. Uh, can he do it one more time? Um, I just think it's going to be, I think it's going to be high drama in Los Angeles. And I think either TCU wins barely or Georgia crushes them. And it's not even close kind of like an Alabama versus a big 10 championship game of the past. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I can you go. Well, it, it could be, it it sort of reminds me of um, Bama Notre Dame Mm -hmm. a, a few years ago. I could all that hype that Notre Dame had and um, they got blown, blown out. And I, I can see over in the, I'm interested half. to see what happens in the trenches tonight. Cause I think Georgia's yeah, their defense, their, their secondary has been getting ripped recently, but their defense is so good and their line play is so good. I mean, I could, I could see Georgia's D line dominating TCU's offensive line and giving max, issues all night long Um, Jalen Carter is going to be feasting in the TCU yeah yeah um I I I thought about this a lot I I you know last week I was kind of caught up in the moment and I was like oh TCU is gonna they they could totally win this game and now I did say this against Ohio State too that Georgia would kill them but I I think Georgia wins and I think they win by two touchdowns or more and I think I, I think TCU's offense is going to be in deep trouble tonight. You know, you're probably right, but I look back at the Georgia Ohio State game, and even Bennett said, right, first thing out of his mouth after the game was they they were beating us for ninety something percent of that game. They were winning that game, Ohio State, and then Georgia just fought back and pulled ahead. But still, Ohio State could have won that game if they if they're kicker hadn't made the ugliest kick in the history of <laughs> college football. They could have clock they struck 12. Yeah. They could have tied that game and gone into overtime or won it. I forget which, but still Ohio state had seemed to have that game won twice at least. So, and, and then I think, well, who beat Ohio state this year, Michigan beat them pretty handily and TCU handled Michigan. Um, so they, I think they're the legitimately one of the top three teams, and and deserve to be playing for the championship. Uh, and I, it wouldn't shock me if they beat Georgia, based on what Ohio State did to Georgia. You know, I I think the difference here though is <sighs> there's a local guy, local writer here in Tampa that you know is kind of. His saying is always like the guy, the team that has the the most dudes wins the game. And when you look at George, like Ohio State recruits well every single year, right? They're top five recruiting class. They have they have dudes. They they're have like guys. an SEC school. Yeah, they're basically yeah, exactly. They can com- their players can go head to head with Georgia, and that's and you saw that. Mm-hmm. I worry now that you're going to see the difference between five star guys and. Three star guys. Now TCU has done a good job with the transfer portal, and that might be why they're here now. But they also got lucky this year a lot. And if if you you could see you could see a game tonight where the talent differential just finally comes out there, and and it's you know they can't stop their defensive line. He's getting sacked constantly, things like that. What? What what conference does TCU play in? Big Twelve. They play in the Big Fucking Twelve, and they steamrolled it. I mean, are are we totally underestimating them? But they, the Big Twelve is not Division Two. No, no. They they also but again won they games. won some really really close really, games. Really I mean, I get it. guys I know get like it. every week I was like, surely they're going to lose it this week, right? Yeah. I, I look. I'm sort of. I, I think Georgia's going to steamroll them. I, I would like to see TCU win, but you know, I, I think Georgia will steamroll them. But at the same time, I mean, they are not a non-power five school that has no. sneaked its way somehow into the playoff. I mean, they're they not a, Cincinnati. They're not Cincinnati. Year. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the biggest difference. That's right. So, um, you know, despite what I think is going to happen, I. I I think they're, you know, we shouldn't be stunned 
if A, they hang tight, or B, they even win. I just don't no. think we should be I, stunned. I think, I think if they win, we will be stunned. I, I would be shocked if they yeah. won the game. It would be okay. one of the biggest shocked. upsets in college football history. Yeah. Well, would, were you surprised that they beat Michigan? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought Michigan well, was going to crush them. I did too. And now that's got to be part of their body of work, right? Is. Is that we, I thought they would, Michigan would crush them too. I thought Michigan was the best team in the country. Um, so. You know, did Michigan take them lightly? Did, did uh, they just kind of look past them to Georgia? I, you know, again, I don't know. Look, TCU's defense, two pick sixes last weekend. Right. Unbelievable. Michigan <laughs> blew that game too. Like, well, listen, by the time, by the time we get this pot out there, everyone can laugh at all the hedging we've done. Yeah. Um, and we'll, right. We'll like if you put the pot out at like eight o'clock Eastern, it, it could be Georgia's up by 14. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. It could be so. kick kicks at seven thirty Eastern. <laughs> so, any any last any last words on on national championship game? We'll, we'll probably no. probably talk about it in a week, but we may have forgotten by then because we will have watched so much NFL football. So no. and and like I say, college football is boring. No um, dogs. I just hope Brandon. I hope Brandon Smith makes it through the night. That's really. I will yeah. tell you this entire. I need some proof of life. Was worth it. For Brian fucking Pope becoming a TCU fan all of a sudden after this entire season, Frog up, after, baby. He, after he sent the article about why SMU hates TCU and his his uncle was a professor there in the 50s and 60s. Fucking epic. You knew it was going to happen. All right. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. Who's got a punchable face? Pope, you got one? I mean, not you. Yeah, you I got Pope, let's punch Pope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a weekly occurrence. That's to come up with something different. What do you got, Pope? Look, I mean, I, I think it's, uh, you know, kind of like we've had a debate over whether, like last week was the great Skip Bayless debate over whether he should be punched or not. But so I, I kind of like debating whether somebody deserves a punch. But in this case, I'm going to nominate Lovey Smith not to punch him, but to uh, give him some golden gloves for punching his his team, the Texans, because by all accounts, he found out Sunday morning before kickoff uh, against um, uh, the Colts that he was out. Now, <laughs> you know, I listened to Bill Simmons, I'm sure you guys too, and and they were like, and the Texans, they're so fucking stupid, they let him coach? Well, after I don't understand what after he knew he was out, they said he he could. Why did Bill Simmons is like, why don't you just get a chemology on and put him on the sidelines? Because that way, for sure, you're not going to win and you'll get the first round pick. Right. But, but somehow, you know, Lovey is the, the Hail Mary <laughs> to, to get within one point. Everybody just assumes he's going to kick the extra point and go to overtime. No, no, going for two. And the 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 impact of that is, is. Lovey knows he's he's out, and he just sticks a big old thumb right in their eye by getting a two-point conversion, winning the game, and costing the team that's getting ready to fire him, which happened within hours, the number one pick. And they I mean, need let's, a quarterback. Let's not his former team. You know, he, he could be coaching somewhere else next year, right? I mean, maybe not as a head coach. Maybe, but he maybe could, he's going to coach the Bears. Pop Warner. <laughs> Uh, but but, but he, the he got is, the Bears once, the number one pick. Once no. you fire him, he could be back in the league. Now he's he's these guys want every advantage they can get against whoever they might be playing. Why, why wouldn't he try and stick it to him? It I was mean, beautiful, and I so I my my nomination is award him some punching gloves for a, just a, a great punch to the team that was getting ready to fire him. Can, can you imagine? What was happening in the box? Oh God! The oh yeah, ownership. Right. Like, wait, they what were is apoplectic. He They're like, "What, what the fuck is he doing? What is he doing?" <laughs> I get think down there. There. You know, somebody got to try to get on there now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that must the have phones been ringing icy. in the background. Do you think they even let him go into the locker room after the game? Or well, did, did you just the, escort him out? By the, the way, nobody gets fired that night. He got fired last night. Yeah. 
They were like, oh, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> who do you think? Who, have they said who their choice is for the quarterback? Is it Bryce? For the, who? Who's quarterback? For the Texans, who do they want to draft? Well, then, so the Bears have the number one pick now. I know, but and the Bears don't need a quarterback. They have the, Justin Fields. So well, they, they trade they, out. So they now they still, get to trade down, and they'll get like yeah. Jalen Carter or Will. But now think about think about what that costs the Texans. Well, like, Texans want that pick. Yes, they're gonna have to give up the world. Yes, they're gonna have to give up. You know, a number two, uh, maybe. I, <laughs> well, that's why I say it depends who their first choice is. Well, well the, they, they the, need a quarterback, right? The mock drafts I've seen is C.J. Stroud is number one, and I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. Bryce Young, number two, and I'm, you know. I mean, so the Colts, the Colts have the fourth pick, right? The Colts have the fourth pick in the draft yep. right now. The Seahawks, the fifth. QB. The Lions, the sixth. The Raiders, the seventh. The Falcons, the eighth. I mean, th- there's a lot of quarterback the Panthers, teams. The Panthers, the Panthers need a nine. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of quarterback needy teams right there that might be willing to trade up, right? Yeah. Now, there oh, are also a lot of quarterbacks coming out this draft. The so, biggest yeah. winner of football yesterday was Chicago by yeah. far. I mean, they're going to get whatever they want a King's yeah. ransom. Yeah. Right. It's, and they'll yeah. still, they'll a still gift be from able their to former draft. coach, their former coach, Levy Smith, gave coach. him a gift. Finally did something good for him. And they'll still be able to draft the same guy they were going to take at two. Absolutely. Right. Right. For the record, I Lovey Smith is a terrible coach. He is should be fired. Yeah. I, I couldn't stand him in Tampa. But uh, yeah, the, the Texans arguably played some of the best ball in the last like five weeks. I will say that they did. Yeah. <laughs> Although the taking last... the Cowboys to overtime doesn't look like a big deal anymore. Yeah, and that's not such a big deal. <laughs> All right, that's a good punch. I like that one. I like the golden glove handout. Rooster, you got a punchable face? Nope. <laughs> no, wow. I thought My I thought you did. Who do I have? Remind me. Uh, the Steelers? Oh, exactly. Thank oh, you. Yeah, this is a business. So apparently, <laughs> I, I don't even have the facts down, but apparently in some form of, of celebration in the Steelers game Sunday, they did CPR on the guy who scored the touchdown as, as a ce- celebratory move, which really couldn't come at a – Worst time. I mean, how could you be so insensitive and stupid? Uh, just amazing. And such a pretty well-disciplined team with Tomlin at the helm. I can't believe they did that. That's just dumb. They should get punched for being That's horrible. so horrible. insensitive. Outrageous. Out, a classic punchable face right there. That is a yep. classic punch. Yep. Yep. Glad you remembered it. Did they interview him Thanks. after the game? In other news, Rooster's I've in already checked protocol. out of this podcast. By we the put way. Rooster in concussion protocol. I just, I've, already, <laughs> I've already checked out. This podcast has gone too long for me. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. So, sorry, listeners. Sorry, Rooster's, listeners. <laughs> Rooster's participating in dry January. So yeah, he's, yeah, that's right. He's a little off. That's right. right. Yeah, that's not going to last long. All right. <laughs> well, we're just going to give out a quick lasso and, and we'll cut, keep it short. For Rooster's benefit here, yeah, uh, you're but, not you're not relying on me for that, are you? No, we're not. <laughs> good, I, I, good, no, I'm good, not relying good, on good. anything the rest of the month. Uh, <laughs> no. Barbecue <laughs> sauce. We just the SMQBs just want to actually applaud um, the the teams and the players in the NFL for for the uh, the love shown uh, for DeMar Hamlin. And and there was all sorts of different tributes. We touched on a lot of them uh, earlier, but uh, it, it did seem, you know, I, I loathe giving the league any credit for anything because it seems like they always get everything wrong uh, along with, with my franchise. But uh, overall, it was a pretty cool weekend to see people come together, fans in particular, teammates, players, uh, coaches, so everybody who's on the field uh, and in the stands, uh, you get a lasso for uh, for the way you celebrated the uh, Mars recovery, and and uh, certainly we'll keep rooting for for him and and look forward to seeing him on the sideline in the playoffs, uh, rooting for his team. You know, it's one reason we love sports. It's um, the highs and the lows, and then it has the unique ability to bring you know a country together that's so fractured. Um, for one common cause and 
just for a moment at least we felt unified um and that's that's something that you know was something we can take away from a tragedy that uh, could have been so much worse and now like i said you know who who would have thought it's now a feel good story right unbelievable right. All right, that's it. Any, anybody got anything else? Playoff football. Big Go game Cowboys. Tonight. Yep. Suck See you Cowboys. Monday night, Milk. Okay, suck. Go box the Cowboys. Yes, go box. The SMQBs are Brian Bandwagon Pope, who hails from Dallas, Texas, and has never met a first-place team that he didn't have a personal connection to. Michael Rooster Phelan, hailing from Richmond, and who roots for teams from New York, or is it Boston? I can't remember which it was. One or the other. Also, Patrick Milk Michler from Tampa Bay, and he is still massively in love with Tom Brady and will never get over his man crush on the GOAT. Toby House Milrod, a long-suffering sports fan, hailing from Philadelphia, whose Eagles team, mm, they're still looking for another quarterback. And I am Chris Bison Nace, hailing from Washington, District of Champions. Thanks for listening.